0: This is another episode of Talks with Tyler ISD, a podcast about the passionate people who have a heart for students. This podcast is brought to you by Texas Bank and Trust. Thank you for joining us. I am your host, Jennifer Hines, and today joining us, we have the Director of Facilities and Maintenance, Tim Loper. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you for having me, Jennifer.
0: So, Tim, tell us a little bit. You have been here with Tyler ISD for quite some time. You have really seen the transformation of facilities for the district. Tell us, when did you start here and a little bit about that?
1: I'd be glad to. So, Jennifer, I started in November of 1999. I came from a, a retail uh, vendor, not even a vendor, a company that mm-hmm. um, I had some previous experience with, or 18 years' experience of building uh, with them, and and was fortunate enough to to get. Uh, offered an opportunity here in Tyler. So and I took it was kind
0: of like coming home a little bit because you are a Tyler ISD graduate.
1: That's correct. So um, I am. Uh, we moved to Tyler when I was in the fourth grade from Houston. Uh, I went to Bird, Gary first for one year. I mm-hmm. went to Birdwell. Then I went to Hogg. Mm-hmm. And then it was a junior high, seven through nine. Mm-hmm. Then I went to Robert E. Lee at that time. mm mm-hmm. uh, 10 through 11 and my senior year at John Tyler, uh, which I took advantage to do that of uh, to transfer living in the uh, Robert E. Lee zone. Um, they couldn't turn you down if you wanted to take a subject that one high school's offered that the other one didn't. So mine was building the trades. Ah. So I took building trades there. So, mm-hmm. you wanted,
0: you wanted to do construction since the very beginning?
1: Uh, from the very beginning. I mean, I got a lot of that from my dad, even though he wasn't in the construction. We had woodworking projects in the garage and all that. So, it was just, it's just where my heart was. So, here I am. I'm,
0: and your mom was a teacher?
1: My mom was a teacher with Tyler ISD. She actually started a literacy program in Tyler. She was adult basic education for TJC over at RTDC. Wow. Um, She's still around. She went to Hog ah, uh, for it. one year while yes. she was a child, and um, yeah, she's uh, and she's still correcting me.
0: Uh, She is. I bet (laughs) she is. I'd love to meet her someday.
1: Yeah, I can arrange that. Yeah,
0: I'm sure you can. Well, I love the fact that Tyler S.G. has pretty much been a part of your life in and out from education and and now career. And now we are embarking on kind of tying the bow, so to speak, on our journey of facilities starting 20 years ago until now. You have been through every single renovation, uh, reconstruction, you name it. Um, until now. And now we have the final one that's passed. That is for a brand new Hubbard Middle School and for a new early college high school. Tell us a little bit about early college high school. I mean, the the fences are already up. I mean, you've got Um, construction underway.
1: uh, We've already started construction. And um, thankfully, um, we were allowed to do our design and get our design done prior to the election, which really helped us expedite uh, getting these projects off the ground otherwise we would still be designing as I speak to you today mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of ways that helped us from as you all know the inflation that we're suffering from today and all that but to be able to get all of our pricing locked in a huge deal for for the school district yes early college is currently at our A.T. Stewart location on Shaw Street and uh, it shares the building with Rise Academy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, in order for Rise to actually expand and for early college to expand, that was part of our plan was to build it right over at the uh, CTC Center mm-hmm. in the space that we already had graded for back when we uh, built CTC because we always knew we'd add on something there. So. Right. Um, we gained some efficiencies in dirt work at that point. Um, They are moving dirt right now. They're doing the front parking lot. They're actually doing storm sewer where the building is going to go. And I'm really excited about this program because, um, you know, they didn't have this when I went to school. Mm -hmm. And it's such a great advantage for students that not only can they walk the stage before their graduation date with an associate's degree with our partnership, Mm-hmm. A great partnership with TJC program, but they can also um, get their high school diploma there early, and and you know and just it made sense to build this over at the CTC because it not only allows rise to grow because we remodeled AT Stewart put about four million dollars in mm-hmm. back in twenty sixteen, mm-hmm. and um, but this allows students to. Um, Also, use space in career and technology areas and to gain efficiencies with early college that way. It'll also have a cafeteria, which we don't have at Career and Technology, which will greatly help our uh, career and technology students as far as scheduling goes and all Mm -hmm. that. We don't have to rush them back to their campus for uh, lunch. And... um, not only that, the students have an opportunity to not only get their associate's degree, but also take any of our engineering or manual trades, classes, such as um, our um, building, welding, uh, law, um, health nursing, sciences. health sciences. I mean, there's, there's so many opportunities. They will.
0: Yeah, they'll have access to that, which I think is really important to share because right now you do have – it to where the two flagship high schools they can bust those students over here but with our early college high school they don't have that access and this literally will put them next door so it will make that scheduling much easier they're going to have access to even more programming and then on the flip side help the students that are doing the CTE work to be able to stay here to do the work instead of being shuttled back and forth when they get to those upper level courses their junior and senior year where they're they're really looking at that so I think that that's really really cool tell us a little bit about um, how big the building is going to be what the um, feel is going to be just what it's going to look sure. like, what people can expect.
1: It's, um, it's really amazing. Our architects, uh, we have the same architects for both projects It's uh, Corrigan and Fitzpatrick architects uh, married together for both projects. And they've done an amazing job. It's more of a collegiate feel in there, if you will. Um, there's, um, it's, everything is state of the art, okay? It has common areas, lecture, uh, learning stairs. That, mm-hmm. that we have outdoor learning areas with actually uh, projection opportunities on the mm-hmm. side of the building. Um, of course uh, it's safe and secure. We have access control, we have cameras, we have line of sight in the design um, and something something new this, this, this go around on our building projects. The city has adopted Uh, the new 2015 building code, which requires a storm shelter. So a portion of the entire building to hold the capacity of that building is a storm shelter.
0: Pretty amazing. One of the other things that I love about it is that you have all of these collaboration spaces, breakout Mm -hmm. spaces, because when you do move on to that collegiate atmosphere, you do work in groups and projects and uh, need just that study time away where you can go grab a chair, sit by the window, and just get some of your studying done during the day. So I love that it's just very flexible and how you can use the space and how it was designed it, for sure.
1: It is. And we're actually in the process right now of nailing down all the fixtures, furniture, and equipment for those areas mm-hmm. and including the classrooms, which is a, you know, a comfortable. Um, collaboration area that I think is just going to be a great advantage for our students and staff over there.
0: Absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit about the new Hubbard Middle School. This is the last middle school to be updated. Uh, I think the, the biggest thing is that it's right now a bunch of different buildings you're able to build it and the kids aren't going to be displaced that's pretty cool Uh, but they're going to have access to all of the programming that the other middle school students currently have access to because they are already in new buildings
1: that's correct and and we started that programming uh, a long time ago, to be able to uh, get this done. We already had middle school programming. We just tweaked it from lessons learned from mm-hmm. the other projects that we've done. And, yes, this is the last middle school uh, I'm pretty excited about. It. It's been an honor to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. But, um, yes, we'll have two gymnasiums. Um, we'll also have band orchestra, uh, choir, um of course we'll have a large cafeteria and all of the the girls and boys sports. Um we are able to build this, Jennifer, on the same site and we're we've done this a lot in the past. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's gonna be some uh some issues or some sacrifices that we all have to deal with, not only at the campus level, but at the district level, um such as While we're doing demo and and stuff, we have actually building the building on what was the football field. So we're moving students to like the legacy uh, practice field Mm -hmm. uh, so they can get practice and um, they'll have their games at, of course, the other middle schools.
0: Um, so they're being moved to really awesome facilities for yes, their they practice. Are. And, yeah, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they're going. <laughs> they're not going to be hurting in their facilities <laughs> they are that they're going to have
1: access to. <laughs> that's correct. And, uh, yeah, they're going from a grass field to a really nice turf field. Exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, that that's pretty cool. Um, it is kind of in two phases. Mm-hmm. So once we get the uh, three-story, and we're, we're kind of calling it, Portions of the building are three-story and some are story and a half because of the way it steps up the hill. Right. The gymnasiums will be up on top of the hill along with the cafeteria, library below, and, um, and then, of course, your academic wings, 3 stories. Mm-hmm. Um, we're utilizing that hill for a really nice courtyard mm-hmm. um, between it and where the field is going to start. If you can picture where the main building is right now, it's parallel with Hubbard Street. Mm-hmm. Well, that building goes away, and that's where the football field goes. And the cool thing about Hubbard is that's I guess one of the unique things about it that we don't have at our other middle schools is we're putting an eight-lane track, whereas we only have seven lanes at all our other middle schools. So we'll be able to have sanctioned UIL track meets.
0: Wow, there. that's pretty cool.
1: And we're actually, you know, trying to do from infrastructure to add add on later um, uh, bleachers and capacity and things like that in the future for once we do have varsity events at at a middle school level.
0: Well, that'll be wonderful. And talk to us a little bit. uh, I know that we have done this um, in terms of kind of flip-flopping. You saw that definitely with Legacy High School. You're going to build it where the current Field is, and then once that building is built, then you're going to tear down the current building and then build the field there. Talk to us a little bit about timeline because I think in some people's minds it's like, oh my gosh, we just built these two high schools and that took however long. This is a much shorter time period that we're talking about with both of these projects Hubbard and early college high school.
1: Well, I sure hope so. <laughs> um, <clears throat> actually, you know, in the past, typically you're your uh, middle schools will take about eighteen months as far as construction goes. Um, design and construction usually about two and a half years. So um, we, in today's current climate, I don't believe we'll get it done in eighteen months, which would be December um, of twenty four. Uh, I think it's going to be more like the summer. So what would ha- what that would look like is we would move in over the summer we would tear that building down Mm -hmm. and buildings that'd be the cafeteria gymnasium the band hall Mm -hmm. everything that exists up there on that top of that hill Uh, and then we would start with our parking lots our bus drive and our field events uh, at that point so that would be it's really going to be about two and a half years or better
0: Well, and that's good, too, because you're going to be doing some of that demolition while students are not on campus, which is is very important to look when you're trying to schedule some of these bigger projects. And, of course, once you get them built, you've done all this planning, you get all of these projects done, uh, you got to maintain them. Exactly. And that's the beauty of uh, Tyler ISD. It's it's neat because Tyler ISD, the board a long time ago, decided to set aside three cents. um, Every budget, it's got to go towards the maintenance of these buildings. Otherwise, you're going to get in a in a jam with yeah. bonds every, all the time just for routine maintenance, huge projects. Talk to us a little bit about yeah. that program. Well,
1: thank you for asking about that because I'm very proud of that. And there's not very many, if any, school districts in the state of Texas that does this. When I first came in 99, we were still in a 1998 bond, and we were finishing that up. And it was a lot, what I like to refer to as uh, it wasn't a curb appeal. Mm. It was basically electrical upgrades because of all the technology, re-roofs, and some air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, so you couldn't stand at the curb and see what we did, but it was necess- necessary. Right. Um, at that time, they put one penny of the tax rate set aside in a, uh, for lack of a better term, rainy day fund to mm-hmm. be able to work on capital projects. Um, but they asked us, said, Hey, we don't know if this penny's gonna generate a whole lot of money. Um y'all come up with a plan on how we can
0: What makes when, sense?
1: Yeah, what makes sense and and um when will we run out of money? So then the, the penny only generated about five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So that was annually. It had a little bit of money in the pot, so we put together a plan. Uh, based a lot of it on the '98 bond life cycle costs of roofs, of air conditioning. Did a huge database on on every air conditioner that we have in the district: the serial number, the tonnage, the uh, uh, freon, what kind of freon, all of that. And so, and then um, we also we had no money for parking lots. We couldn't even stripe a parking lot.
0: Oh wow!
1: So. Um, put together a database on all our parking lots where the seal coat, stripe, joint, concrete, joint seal, um, asphalt, crack seal, all of that stuff, put that in the database. So to make a long story shorter, uh, we basically went to the board and said, hey, you'll run out of money next year and you'll go on the hole." So they said, well, let's put two more cents into the uh, tax rate of the tax rate into this preventive maintenance fund, and we repaint schools because we didn't even have a paint crew. Oh wow! Um, so these
0: are all the things that people really don't even think about. I mean, you don't. I mean, who thinks about striping a parking lot? Or oh wait, yeah, we are going to have to replace that air conditioner after twenty years. Or and those are not inexpensive they, they no. are very expensive so i mean it's some of these things uh and the painting you mentioned very important in order to keep the integrity of the inside of the building fresh and and in a state that will you know uh keep the life of the building longer
1: yes uh, absolutely and um and cleaner
0: yes absolutely <laughs> so
1: so yeah um all of those things that um I, i'm really proud of that because um we uh, this past summer, just to give you an example, we repainted four schools. One of them, the Career and Technology Center. We do this every seven years. Mm-hmm. So believe it or not, that it was time for Career and Technology, uh, Dixie, Three Lakes, and Stewart were mm-hmm. all uh, repainted uh, this summer. And um, not only that, we did get uh, were able to do bipolar ionization in every air conditioning unit to kill viruses. That's Um, wonderful. Yeah, we did that over last Christmas break, and then we replaced the air conditioners over 400 units this summer in eight schools.
0: Well, some people may not realize, I mean, we are the largest school district in all of East Texas, even going all the way up into Oklahoma and over to Shreveport, all the way down to the suburbs of Houston, over to DFW area. We have 3.6 million square feet of facilities that we are responsible for. So while $500,000 back in the day may have sounded like a lot of money, it doesn't go very far just considering the sheer number of facilities that we have and what they all take to keep them running. Um, And so staying on top of that is really, important we also have football fields and tracks and softball fields and baseball fields and you know a swimming pool i mean all the different things that that you have to stay on top of Um, but then in addition to all of that you just kind of have the everyday maintenance stuff that you'll have to do the yearly maintenance stuff yes
1: so uh, that's a very good point and and we do that and our maintenance crew does a good job of that Not only do we have the three cents of the tax rate, but we have ongoing preventive maintenance that's done through our maintenance staff. And that's from we're required to gas pressure test every campus every two years. So we split the district up in half. So every year we're doing half, so that keeps us compliant with the Railroad Commission. And that's just what you have to do. We have to inspect all our fire extinguishers. We have to inspect all our boilers. We have to inspect all our backflow preventers. Um, I mean, there's a whole lot of inspection stuff that a lot of people don't know that we do. But you'd mention, you know, how, how schools don't need to worry about this.
0: Right. <laughs> there's you know a, what? Yes.
1: Teachers have to teach. Let us maintain the buildings. And, right. uh, you know, um, but however, they do a good job of letting us know when things aren't working
0: and y'all get in there and you make sure mm-hmm. that they're good and and you know this is just yet another example of like the safety and security components of of what tyler IST does and that is just making sure that the facilities are um, not only up to date from a security protocol situation but even just things like making sure the fire extinguisher works or that you have certain items around a campus should any number of things happen and that you know, locks on doors work. just all Mm -hmm. those little things. Very important from a day to day check to a yearly check. Not only is it stuff that is sent down, like you have to do this, but stuff that we go above and beyond and do anyway.
1: Yeah. We, And we preach that to our people. If you're there for and you have a work order in your hand Mm -hmm. and you pass by something that needs to be done, do it.
0: Exactly. uh, You know, it's not just what's on your little form.
1: Yeah. Don't walk in and out like that. So but our guys are pretty good. Pretty good at taking care of stuff and or reporting it if it's not in their expertise level. So well, speaking, it's a it takes a team.
0: It does. It takes a team. It takes a village. All mm-hmm. of us together. Um, and this is just one more component of that. Back to the bond. Super excited. You're going to have some updates probably throughout the year on just kind of where construction's going.
1: Correct. We'll uh, we'll update the board once we get going. Good. Um, we hadn't set that date yet. Um, we're. We got to where we do aerials and flyovers and things mm-hmm. like that. And that, you know, pictures are are like they say. So um it's pretty boring to sit there and listen to me talk, but it's a lot better yes. to watch something. The picture's home. worth a thousand words.
0: It, 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 it is it's really neat to see um you know, what it looks like and how it's progressing and what it looks like now and kind of doing those check-ins. And if people are interested, uh, definitely you'll be presenting to the board. We'll have information on our website at tylerisd.org and all of that. Is there anything else that you would like for our audience to know about what y'all have been doing, what you're up to?
1: before we wrap up uh no i just uh other than you know i really appreciate the taxpayers for supporting us in in every bond issue since 2004 that i've been involved in and i'm just so grateful and i'm really honored to be a part of that and uh uh, I even told the board, I think this year's seniors at the high school will be the mm-hmm. last ones that remember what the old campuses were like.
0: Yeah, that's very true. So <laughs> we have set
1: a new standard for yes. every new student coming to Tyler ISD, and, and it's been a great honor of mine, being wow. just a small part
0: absolutely well you've done a great job and we appreciate your time today and if those of you listening would like to stay up to date with district news including the bond construction updates you can do so by going to get dot tyler dot news there you can sign up for our district newsletter as for this podcast we hope that you share it with your friends and family and remember you can always check us out on spotify and apple podcast thanks for joining us We'd like to thank our sponsor, Texas Bank & Trust. Subscribe to Talks with Tyler ISD on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Please share this episode with your friends and family.